Good morning, everyone. My name is Brittany, and welcome to my library. Welcome to a new podcast episode. I hope you all are doing well. Um, I just want to thank everyone for all the love on this podcast and for the feedback that I've gotten through my DMs and text messages. It truly means a lot to me for each, every one of you listening, even if you're my friends, family, it truly means a lot that you listen and this is just something fun for me to do. I thought it would be a good idea to just talk about the books that I like and there seems to be a big community for it and it's something that I'm really glad to be a part of. It's amazing and I feel like it's important for people to read and I am just grateful for any support that I can get on any of my social platforms or this podcast. Um, Even if you don't really like to read but you listen anyway just to support me or whatever you listen for (laughs) um it still truly means a lot and i love the support shout out to my geneva girls you know who you are i love you guys you guys have been the best hype people and i love you for that and also my mom because I love my mom and her feedback and comments on my podcasts are always really nice and it just makes me warm and fuzzy inside to know that you're listening so thank you um my week was pretty rough to be honest I after we got back from vacation we immediately both Will and I got sick and it wasn't COVID or anything it was just a cold but it took us out pretty hard and it was very exhausting having then go to having to go to work and work this week and my boss also got sick and so it just created a lot more work for me on my end um, because I'm a nanny and the kids were starting school this week so I did do a lot of mom mom stuff for the kids even though I'm not the mom it was a good learning opportunity I guess for whenever I do have a kid but still uh still is pretty rough hopefully now that we're feeling better everyone is getting better hopefully next week will be better it'll just be a good week i am hoping and praying and and just pleading yeah it so uh you know that's that's something um i have to recommend a movie to you guys i watched it Um, while I was sick and I cried like the entire movie it was so good it's Purple Hearts on Netflix with uh, Sophia Carson and um, I don't know the guy who plays Luke but I loved it 
I thought it was perfect for romance readers because of the tropes in the movie like marriage of convenience and the one bed trope and kind of forced close proximity to each other um i thought it was great but luke is a marine and cassie is a singer and a waitress and they decide to get married for military benefits she needs the medical benefits and luke has a bit of a jaded past that he needs the extra money you get for being married in the military to pay that jaded past off so that he can start over and completely move on and of course things don't go as planned but it was 10 out of 10 totally recommend if you haven't seen it already Okay, enough ranting about that. Let's move on to what I'm currently reading. Currently reading Daughter of the Drowned Empire by Frankie Diane Malice. I'm really enjoying it. The first chapter was very climactic and there was a lot of action. And I love when fantasy books just go right into it instead of having to like do a bunch of world building, magic building, character building for like the first 100 pages and it's really confusing and difficult to get through. But this book just, it did both at the same time while being action-y and doing all of that stuff and it was, it's doing a great job. Basically, the premise of the book is this girl, Liriana, is like third in line to her seat of power in the empire she lives in. Her father is like a lord over a certain area of land. And she has two older sisters who are in line before her. Um, and basically this empire is very strict about what kind of magic you're allowed to use and not use and it comes out on this like revelation day that every person has to go through on their 19th birthday and um, someone in her family gets into trouble with the bad kind of magic and it's something that has lasting consequences for her um and something that her and all of her family basically have to deal with, but I'm really enjoying it so far. I don't really know what else is in the book. That's the thing about fantasy books. I don't really like to know, like read the back of the books, the blurbs, because I don't want to spoil it for myself because I feel like they always give it a, give away too much. So that's all I know so far. That was like in the first chapter, so. Uh, it's not a spoiler. Don't have to worry about me spoiling books unless I give a disclaimer. <laughs> um, but it's going to be a series. It has two books out already, and a book three is coming, and then it has a prequel. So I hope I like this book, and we'll see what happens. Maybe it'll be a new series that I will become obsessed with. Okay, let's get into the meat of today's episode. Or should I say the main plot line? (laughs) 
Okay, um, so you want to start reading, but you don't know where to start, or you're asking the question, why should I start reading? Well, a quick Google search will let you know many benefits for why you should start reading. But let me read to you what I found. It says, reading can help lower stress and anxiety because it lowers your heart rate and your blood pressure. It can increase your vocabulary and comprehension skills. Comprehension is your ability to understand things like basic directions, stuff like that. And an excuse that people give all the time is that it makes them too sleepy when they try to read, but that actually can be a benefit if you choose to use it that way. When um, you're going to bed, instead of staying on your phone all night, you can put your phone down, put it on Do Not Disturb, pick up a book and read a couple chapters, and then you're falling asleep. So it's perfect for sleep readiness and it's a good sleep aid for you. It also helps build your imagination. Just think of an author who can sit down and think of a new world, magic system, language, characters, and a storyline, and put that all on paper, write it all down, then you, as the reader, can see it all play out in your mind, and you can glimpse what the author is seeing in their head. Like, it's just crazy how something can come from someone's brain and then people just love it. Like, all of the movies that we watch, the books that we read, like, that came from somebody's brain. They were just thought of it and decided to just write it down. And now it's out in the world and everyone can now enjoy it. It's because of imagination. But reading is a great creativity outlet, which we need more of in today's society. And it's a great way to connect with our inner child. And it gives us that sense of childlike wonder that we lose when we become adults. It is also a great way to build empathy. Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of others. Because you are most likely reading about someone's life, whether fictional, non-fictional, you are put in another person's perspective, and it gives you rationalized reasons of why they think that way and why they do the things that they do. That's how we can relate and feel sorry and sometimes root and fall in love with the villain in a story that's so crazy to me like in the Netflix show you you have Joe who's a serial killer he's psychotic but he's really smart he's like a genius but because the whole show is in his perspective and it's going through what he's thinking in his brain it rationalizes the things that he does even though it's crazy and he should go to prison and it's like unexcusable what he does we almost watching him root for him and want him to get away with the murders and things that he does but then we rationally think wait no I shouldn't be rooting for him because 
he's a serial killer but like you know what I mean so that's crazy to me how we can feel empathetic towards Joe because it's in his experience and it's just a, yeah that's how we build empathy um an author writes an entire page on how characters feel when they go through different emotions like grief pain happiness love anger and they can write them in various ways as to not only show the reader a good story but to bring those feelings up inside of you because you can relate to this main character even if you really can't they say that the brain can't distinguish the difference between fictional characters and real people in the way we form relationships with book characters so when a story ends you your brain kind of feels like the mourning loss of a good friendship because they're no longer in your life because the story is over they also say that a reader who lives a thousand lives sorry i am butchering this they also say that a reader who reads lives a thousand lives but a person who doesn't only lives one so if that is not um, convincing enough for you then I don't know what is okay so now that we know why reading is important now let's decide what to read another main excuse that I hear is that books are boring and um, the books that they read in high school are boring and yes those books are boring they are hundreds of years old mainly written by white men and while those books are important and they have a purpose there is a reason why they're classics they are still very old and it's um, they say that at one point um, in history that an author would be paid by the word count so the more words meant more money and that's how you get the description of a curtain in a living room going on for several pages but now there are so many different books to choose from from so many different types of people from different races backgrounds who have different experiences and different ways that they see and interpret the world around them there will be books that you like and books that you don't but don't let the books that you didn't enjoy stop you from finding the ones that you do love because I promise you that there is a genre of books out there that is for at least one person so you can find the books that you are interested in whether that be fantasy thriller um romantic contemporary young adult self-help books any of that there's all a reason for it so i am going to give some recommendations from various genres that can get you started in your reading journey the first genre i'll say is historical fiction um i'll give 
the title of author and then just a very brief description because there are a lot of books here don't want to overwhelm you um, but for historical fiction there's some different types of book recs in historical fiction is tough because a lot of it is about Europe during World War II that's a lot in the historical fiction genres but there are more books in that genre that then are just you know about the Holocaust which is very important but there's other times in history that are just as important to learn about um, one is We Are Not Free by Tracy Chi um, which is a book about the Japanese internment camps that happened in the U.S. right after Pearl Harbor. Um, basically, they rounded up like thousands, millions of Japanese Americans and put them into um, camps in Utah and California and a couple other places. And these families, these Japanese Americans were just kind of placed there with no reason why because the government was scared of um, Japanese spies and communism and all that stuff. It's a very important read. I think that book should be required reading for every human being ever. Um, it was just so good. Um, another book, other books by Ruta Sepetis. Um, she has written at least four five books, I think, um, but her books always have to do with, like, um, there's some dealing with Europe and World War II that have to do with Germany, some have to do with Russia, um, she's written one book about Spain after World War II and the dictatorship that they had, and also about, um, the country's that were a part of um, Russia and the lifting of the Iron Curtain that happened in the 1980s, all that stuff. Um, very important reads, very good. Ruta Sepetis has a great way of writing books. It's very beautifully done, so great. Um, another book that I love, one of my favorite books, is The Book Thief by Marcus Zusak. This is about a German girl who goes and lives with a foster family in Nazi Germany. Um, she doesn't know how to read, but she finds a book and she steals it. And her foster father um, ends up finding it and then teaches her how to read. And then her family starts hiding a Jewish man in their basement and he teaches her how to describe the world around her and how to write a story down um, and it's all told in death's perspective death is telling the story and it's one of the most beautiful books I've ever read I love it um, another book is Lovely War by Julie Berry. This one is so unique because it is about it's a two love stories happening during World War One, but it's being told by Greek gods and goddesses.
which is so original and interesting and it was a beautiful book i loved it another book um is very popular right now the song of achilles by madeline miller this one is greek mythology obviously um it has to do with achilles and patroclus achilles um companion and just their life it's told through patroclus's experience and what he's how he saw the world and how he saw achilles and it is one of the best books i've ever read um another great author is stacy lee she writes books in the asian experience um she has one about the titanic that was so good i'm forgetting the name off the top of my head but that one was really good about um, Asians on the Titanic and what their experience was like um, another one is another genre that I'll talk about is fantasy um, Sarah J Mass is a great fantasy writer she's has three book series that she's come out with um, Throne of Glass which is like an eight book series um a court of thorns and roses which is a five books six books going to be more and then a new series that is um crescent city which has come out with the second book and the third book i think is coming out next year um but she's a great story writer she writes amazing characters amazing storylines that just grip you and hold you and i love it and a court of thorns and roses is my favorite book series and i have a bumper sticker in my car on my car <laughs> from that series um another fantasy book is the priory of the orange tree by samantha shannon this is definitely a big chunky book it is like 800 pages long it looks bigger than it is to be honest um this one was amazing it's kind of like a whole series just kind of put into one book i'm sure she could have split it up into a whole series but she didn't and i'm glad that she didn't because it is so good um but it has amazing world building like different religions in her book different characters who have totally different experiences this very unique magic system oh it's so good i definitely recommend the priory of the orange tree another book series that i loved was children of blood and bone by tommy at yemi um it has two books out right now i the third one i don't know when the third one is going to be out i felt like it was supposed to be out years ago i have no idea i should look that up but that one is great basically this girl has magic and she shouldn't have magic and she and her brother and some friends have to go on this quest to help um free her kingdom of the king's rule and bring magic back 
and bring freedom back. It was very good. It left on such a cliffhanger. And I just want to know what happens after <laughs> this cliffhanger. Oh my goodness. I hope it gets finished. That would be so sad. Um, another book series is the Mirror Visitor series by Christelle De Debeau. It's French. So I think it's pronounced Christelle Debeau. And it's translated into English by Hildegard Cyril. Uh, if I'm butchering these names, I'm so sorry. Um, this one, the first book in the series is called um, A Winter's Promise. And this is one of the most cozy fantasy books ever. It's just it's so whimsical and it kind of reminds me of um, like Howell's Moving Castle. Kind of those vibes. It's just so magical, whimsical and the magic system is so interesting and original it's kind of reminds me of like alice in wonderland and just the way that things aren't what they seem um this girl ophelia has to get married but she doesn't want to marry anyone that's on her on her arc there's like seven different arcs in the world and different types of people and magic are on different on each different arcs so her family sets her up with marrying somebody from a dan very dangerous arc and so she goes and basically is pulled into this world where she knows nothing and she can get she doesn't have um like the safety Anything can happen to her, basically. Um, she doesn't have a good, like, system of support while she's on this thing. And it's it's so interesting. I love this series. It has four books. And the fourth one just came out in English. So I'm excited to get my hands on that one eventually. Um, and then there's the Serpent and Dove Trilogy by Shelby Mahurin. This one is your classic forced arranged marriage romance fantasy book. I love Serpent and Dove. Basically, there's this witch and then a witch hunter. They have to get married. He, the witch hunter, doesn't know that his wife is a witch obviously and basically sh they she has to learn how to survive in this new world while also getting um what she needs to get done and doing it secretly and just everything the book series was so good the read the first book you'll fall in love the second book honestly you could do spark notes like that book it's not really in my opinion worth reading I didn't like that book but the third book was perfect I don't know what happened with the second one I felt like it could have been like an epilogue chapter at the end of the first book and then like a prologue chapter at the beginning of the last one and it could have been an amazing duology but it wasn't it was a trilogy and it should have been a duology 
but regardless it was a great series okay and the last one which is very popular the selection series by Kira Cass it's basically like a dystopian fantasy kind of book series and it's kind of like the bachelor so the prince is getting married and so like 32 girls from all over the kingdom go and compete against each other to win the prince's heart and get married and um that book is so good so many twists and turns subplots and suspenseful moments it was amazing and there's a reason why it's so popular um some if you like YA which is young adults contemporary that's where you want to start out and that's where I started reading basically and uh, and then I kind of branched out from there but there are a lot of great books in young YA contemporary um, one of them that I love one of my favorite YA contemporary books is The Promise of Amazing by Robin Constantine it's um, dual point of view it is a about a girl going to school and a guy who goes to a different school and they have a interaction with each other and basically she has to help him at some point and um, he falls in love with her and she's like I've read it so long ago I'm trying to remember she has to help him because his father was went to the hospital and that's like that's what I remember most because that's when she like realized that she really did care about him and he really cared about her and that book was so cute I love it it was so good um another one that's very popular and it's Netflix they've been turned into Netflix movies is the promise of a maze or sorry oh my goodness is to all the boys I loved before by Jenny Han um, Jenny Han also wrote The Summer I Turned Pretty series, which is now a series on um, Amazon Prime. Um, if you've watched the series without reading the books, you should read the books. The series and the books are very different. Same concept, same everything, just, you know, different storylines. Um, but both those book series are amazing. Basically, in To All the Boys I've Loved Before is this girl, she's written a letter to five boys that she's fell in love with throughout her life, and they somehow mysteriously get mailed to those boys, and now she has to deal with those consequences, and she ends up fake dating one of them to get out of confrontation with um, her sister's ex-boyfriend who she also wrote a letter to and it creates it's a whole thing and it's so good um, that one was definitely I liked To All the Boys I Loved Before better than I liked The Summer I Turned to Pretty but both are really good books and you should read them and they're really short and easy reads um, another author that you could read any of her books is Morgan Masson. She's a great um, YA contemporary writer. I love her books. Um, they're all like very summery vibes. 
they're all have to do with high school girls and adventure and finding your own what's that called like perks of being a wallflower you know kind of um coming of age is what I mean to say books and they're very good another author that is amazing one of my favorite authors is Sarah Dessen she has like 11 books out honestly you could pick up any one of them the ones that I recommend if you have never read a Sarah Dessen book is The Truth About Forever Along for the Ride and What Happened to Goodbye those are good books to introduce you to Sarah Dessen. They are all coming-of-age books about teenage girls going through life, and she goes through deeper um, things in life. Like, one of her books is about teen pregnancy. One of her books is about domestic abuse. One of her books is the loss of a mother due to... Um, drugs. Another one <laughs> is the loss of a parent and dealing with grief and feeling guilt and all of that stuff. Um, so, you know, check trigger warnings, but I think they're very important. Sarah Dessen basically raised me, so love her. Another author for YA Contemporary is Jenna Evans Welch, who wrote three books love and olives love and gelato and love and luck i've read love and olives and they're very cute summery cozy romances that have to deal with you know parent relationships um they are so cute and perfect summer vibes if you're looking for that love Jenna Evans Welch another book the last one that I'll talk about in this genre is Clap When You Land by Elizabeth Acevedo if I pronounce that wrong I'm sorry and you can yell at me if you want um this book is about two girls who don't know that they are sisters but they share the same father and basically they learn about each other after their father's death and one lives in I think Chicago or New York and then the other one lives in the Dominican Republic and once they find out about each other they try to um, somehow get to one another and it's very poetic it's written in like stanzas and like poetry forms it's very good um, I definitely recommend that. Um, okay, F if you like thriller, I definitely recommend Erin A. Craig. She's written two books so far. One is called House of Salt and Sorrow, and the other one is called Small Favors. Honestly, you just have to read them to know. To, to explain these books, I can't. They are amazing thriller books, so definitely getting ready for spooky season this is your guide um Natasha Preston she's written a ton of books I feel like she's written them on Wattpad and then they got published but I don't know if it's not Wattpad but it's another like 
writing site kind of similar to that. She's written a lot of mysteries, thrillers, um, cult books. Like she wrote a book having to deal with like a cult, like a death cult. Uh, that one was wild, but definitely recommend The Cellar, Awake, um, and The Cabin. Those are ones that I've read. Um, I recommend Mexican Gothic by Sylvia Moreno Garcia. That one is amazing. I definitely think that book is worth reading once a year. Some people say that it's kind of boring. I kind of can see where you're coming from, but I enjoyed it. Um, and then Ace of Spades, which is a young adult thriller having to deal with high school but it has to deal with like racism and classism and stuff like that that one is really good okay contemporary romance this one is of the most popular genre i think out there right now because of colleen hoover and emily henry um and other christina lauren stuff like that people like that so definitely recommend any of Emily Henry's books. She has three out right now. Um, she's out with Beach House, People We Meet on Vacation, and Book Lovers. Each one of them is amazing. Definitely recommend any Emily Henry book for you. Um, Colleen Hoover, who is very popular on TikTok right now, she's written millions of books. And her books are very good. I have read three of them. Ugly Love, It Ends With Us, and Verity. I feel like Colleen Hoover is a good book, is a good author to start reading books because her books are so easy to read. They're short um, and they're just really good. You get connected to the characters and then you get your soul crushed. It's, it's, yeah, that's how it is, but they're <laughs> very good. Um, another author I recommend is Christina Lauren. They are actually two authors who co-write books together. So when I refer to Christina Lauren as they, that's why, because one is Christina, one is Lauren. Um, but the books that I've read from them are Love in Other Words and The Unhoneymooners. One, the Love in Other Words is childhood um, childhood friends to strangers to lovers and then the unhoneymooners is um, enemies to lovers um, forced close to proximity I loved those books um, the unhoneymooners is a, about um, so this girl who's the maid of honor in her sister's wedding and then the boy in the book who's the best man um, they are at the wedding and everybody gets food poisoning instead of them two because they didn't eat at the buffet and basically um, her sister asks if she can go on their honeymoon for her because it was she won it in a contest and it's like non-refundable and she wants to be able to go and so she ends up going for her sister with the best man because he's the only other person who didn't get sick and they don't like each other at all and then they obviously you know it's a romance 
you can hear that, I'm sorry. That's my cat again. He is an attention seeker, to put it nicely. Um, another one I recommend is The Flat Share by Beth O'Leary. This girl and this guy come with an arrangement. They're roommates, but they've never met because he has the flat on um, like during the day because he works nights and then she has it there at night because she works days so they switch off and then he's gone for the weekends so she has it for the weekends and they've never met and they start writing each other little notes and they fall in love and it's so cute and I love that book series okay I've been talking for way too long let me get through my last three books and then I'll be done um, this is literary fiction slash dark academia. I haven't read a lot in these genres, but I want to start reading more because I find them really intriguing. Um, but one of them is a dark academia book, If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio. So this one is about six um, students who are in a like a Shakespearean art theater school and one of the six dies and you are learning about them and about how their friendships work and the messiness they have during school and what actually happens who dies yada yada very good one of my favorite books um we have the vanishing half by Britt bennett which is about um twin sisters who are half black and half white and the differences that they choose in life one chooses to live more of a quote-unquote like white center like white life to go into that realm and then the other twin decides to live quote-unquote in like the black society so it's like white society and black society and how their lives are different from each other from those um, decisions and that one is very impactful very good and I think it's an, an important read um, and then my last one which actually just was made into a movie where the crawdads sing by um, Delia Owens regardless of problematic authors the book is good I love the book. The movie was spot on perfection. So good. Um, this girl, Kaya, she was abandoned as a child. Her father left her. Her mother left her. All of her siblings left. She lives in the marsh and she's known as the marsh girl. She never went to school. She just kind of was able to adapt and survive um, out in the marsh by herself and um, it's kind of like a modern day to kill a mockingbird with a murder trial and just the unfairness of life and how people can be so mean if you are at all unlike them um, this book was amazing the movie was amazing and I definitely recommend okay so, 
now that I've been talking for so long, I gave you plenty of books that you can check out and see which ones you like. All from different genres. Find one that interests you. Go to the library, to Barnes & Noble. Go pick it up online. I don't care. Whatever. Download the Kindle app on your phone and just pick one up and read one and see if you like it. If you don't, try one in a different genre. If you kind of like it, but you kind of want to try out this one, good. But I think reading is so important and um, it definitely is a good habit to have, especially for people who want to get off their screens and have less screen time and find different hobbies. Reading is a great hobby and there are so many different resources. You can go on TikTok and find book talk. You can go on Instagram and just look up bookstagram. It's very simple. You can just see what's out there. There's so many different types of books and people to read about. So try one and let me know if you pick one up and read one and tell me what you think about it because I'm definitely curious and I will gladly um, fangirl with you about any type of book because I just love all of them. Okay, so that is all for today. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, congratulations. Thank you for sticking with me. Um, definitely appreciate it. Um, you can follow me on all my socials. I'm on Instagram as uh, Brittany Library, spelt the same way, same picture. Um, I'm on TikTok, and yeah, um, I'm also on Goodreads. You can go look up me up on Goodreads and follow me there. Um, I keep that updated pretty good, so... You can always find me on there. I'm trying to be more active on social media. It's been a little tough just because of how busy I've been, but I'm trying to keep it up. So, yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, thank you for coming to my library. <laughs> and I will speak to you next week. Have a good week, everyone. Bye.